On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, part one of our look at the MLB draft and some of the names who came from our province. Welcome to episode 36 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. It's a week many aspiring big league ball players have circled on their calendars. The Major League Baseball draft helps usher in the dream of playing professional baseball. This year, a total of 25 Canadians were selected during the 40 rounds, including four from our province. Stony Plains, Adam Mako, Matt Lloyd of Oak Tokes, and two Lethbridge pitchers, Tanner Jesson Dalton and Thomas Little, were taken this year. We also saw a handful of players who trained here get selected, including our first guest. Nanaimo's Josh Bergman, who went through the Vauxhall Baseball Academy program, was taken in the fourth round, 162nd overall, by the Chicago Cubs. They were rightly impressed with his numbers. In 14 starts, he sported a 3.99 ERA with, get this, 101 strikeouts in just 79 innings of work. He was a guest on episode 24 of the podcast if you want to hear more about his personal story. Here we chat about getting the call and a great story about where he was when he found out he might one day call Wrigley Field home. Hey Josh, thanks for joining us for a second time on the podcast. Yeah, thanks Joe, thanks for having me on. First off, congratulations on being drafted by the Chicago Cubs this week. How does it feel? Has it sunk in yet? Yeah, it kind of also kind of comes into reality, you know. Uh, it was a little bit of a sh- obviously a little bit of a shock at first because it's uh, such a great day. I mean, uh, right now it's just all settling in and coming a reality, and I couldn't be more excited to be a Chicago Cub. Were the Cubs on your radar? Yeah, they were one of the teams that we were that were interested in us. They had a genuine interest from the beginning of the season till till up to draft day, and uh, yeah, no, I can't be couldn't be more thrilled to be drafted by such a such a great organization. Walk us through the moment that you get that phone call or that text message or you're watching it on a screen. How is it that you find out that it's going to be the Cubs? Yeah, it was a cool story. I was at my sister's convocation for she was graduating university. And so I was kind of I was trying to focus on that, but also be focusing on my phone so that when I get the call that I can answer the phone and and make sure it all goes down and uh, I can pick up the phone and she's. So she just walked across the stage, and then I got the call kind of 10 minutes shortly afterwards from my from my advisor saying that we were going to get picked next by the Cubs. And after that, they had called me and said that they're thrilled to have me part of the organization. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely a great day for my family. I can only imagine how ecstatic the entire family is, except for maybe your sister. Was she feeling a little outgunned maybe a little bit? Was she feeling a little upset that, hey, it's supposed to be her day here, and here you are getting drafted too? <laughs> No, she was very happy for me, and and I was just happy that I could uh, I could be there while that moment was going on for her because I know how hard she's worked for that, and she's done an amazing job with her schooling, and and we've supported each other throughout the whole process, and she she was amazing about it, and I'm happy for her, and super excited for her, and what comes next for her as she is for me. It seems as though the family's pretty close to your heart. I mean, you went viral earlier this year thanks to a conversation that was had on tv with your mom all right josh bear with us on this one but as part of today's telecast it is mother's day and we had your mom in the booth and she was amazing she did a great job she has a future in broadcasting (laughs) Uh, but she did tell us a story about you take a listen here 
Yeah. Well, I want to kind of get back to these embarrassing stories. <laughs> and I don't know what you could share with us, but maybe you have something back Josh had, Yeah, Josh had an aversion to uh, not wearing clothing. Oh, so oh, okay. oftentimes, yeah, oftentimes you can be found dancing around the house without uh, his clothes on. So he, uh, he's a little uh, free spirit, that kid. <laughs> Your reaction? Uh, no, she's dead on, man. You know, uh, she, she got it right. She hit it right on the nose. And uh, no, I'm absolutely grateful that she was here today. And I love her to death. And I couldn't imagine a better day with her. So it was it was an awesome day. It was a great day for all of us. Yeah, no, those were on Mother's Day. She got on the Pac-12 network doing uh, doing an interview with the guys, and she shared a few stories. And uh, I can't. All I could say is that she's 100% right about it. But yeah, the the video went a little bit viral on Twitter and whatnot. So yeah, it was a pretty good one. Talk a little bit about your next steps now that the the draft is over and you can finally kind of relax, but at yeah. the same time, uh, get ready for the next steps. Yeah, so uh, for me being a Canadian kid, i got to get a visa now to go and play. So the next step would probably be go to their spring training facility in Arizona while we wait for that visa. And then depending on what they want to do in terms of my workload, if they want me to go out and play short season A-ball with their affiliate in Eugene, or if they just want me to shut it down for the summer, maybe come back for some fall instructs or whatever they choose to do. I'm going to talk to them later tonight about that. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a few options in terms of the next steps. How excited are you to be able to adventure into this and be able to uh, take in, whether it's Arizona or any other place along this uh, journey? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like I've been, this is a dream of mine and I'm just happy it's becoming a reality. I feel so prepared for this both mentally and physically and i honestly just can't wait to get started i'm super excited and super excited to do it with the chicago cubs i know that les was very beaming about your uh, abilities to be able to go through tommy john surgery and to have gone through the ebbs and flows of making your way through uh, college and now what does it mean to you to have been able to have your name called and to be able to uh, say yeah i've i've uh, it's not that you've made it, but you've certainly been able to uh, make it to the next step. Yeah, no, it's a huge thing for me. It's a big confidence booster. Just, and it's it's just like a lot of a lot of surreal feelings coming back, knowing of what I've been through and being able to overcome that and work hard through that, and to see all my hard work kind of culminating together and and it being shown through the draft. I'm just super happy with how everything went and. I, I just can't wait to get going for the next step here. When you were in Vauxhall, could you have ever imagined that one day you'd have your name called in a major league draft? Yeah, no, man. I, when I first went there, my when I first went there in the tenth grade, I was thinking, you know, I just want to get better as a player. I want to get better as a person. Get a work hard. You know, get stronger in the weight room. I never really thought too far into the future. I was I was focusing on the here and now, working on getting a better as a student. Um, and then as kind of we started to progress and the baseball side started to really start to take off, you know, this thought started to creep into my mind. I, I always as a kid pictured myself playing in the big leagues one day, and, and this is just a step that helps me in that direction of achieving that dream. I get the feeling that you are always already looking ahead to what you have to do to get better to make sure that you can keep this dream going. What do you envision as yeah. being things that you need to work on so that you can make an imprint and an impression on those within yeah. the Cubs organization uh, so that you can keep going? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just being consistent, going out there every day and 
and showing my stuff, um, uh, establishing all four pitches, throw them more, throw them, throw them with a little bit more, little bit more jump to them, throw them with them with some more break to them, and just throw all four pitches with more consistency. And something I feel like that we didn't do as much this year that I wanted to do, but. I mean, I think in the next step we're going to be able to do all the things that we want to do, and, and I think that's what's going to help me down the line and, and move myself up within the organization. Final question. Is there a single part of the next step that you are most excited for? Yeah, I would say just the the competition is what I'm really excited for. You know, going out and playing against the best players in the world every single day is going to be such a challenge, and I just uh, I just welcome that challenge with open arms, and I'm I'm very excited about that, you know. I love bus rides and, and, and being around the guys, so I'm, I'm really excited for that, to get, to get to know my teammates within the organization, get to know the people within the organization. Um, yeah, no, I'm just really excited for the challenge and, and playing against the best players every single day. And we are certainly excited for you as well, Josh. Again, congratulations on being drafted by the Chicago Cubs. All the best as you make your way towards the big league team, and thanks again for dropping by on the podcast. Hey, Joe, I appreciate that, man. Thanks for having me on again. Back on episode 8 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, Dogs Academy product, Matt Lloyd told us last year's draft was pretty tough for him. He was a highly touted pick and had a heck of a season at Indiana University, but no one called. After some reflection and trying to answer the question of why, he came back and had another stellar campaign at IU, hitting 277 with 17 home runs and 58 RBIs. He also picked up five saves on the mound with a blistering 1.80 ERA. It was just too good for the Cincinnati Reds to pass up as they took the 6'1", 195-pound utility man in the 15th round, 444th overall. Matt, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. No problem. How does it feel to hear the words, Matt Lloyd, Cincinnati Reds draft pick? Um, It's pretty crazy. It's a... you know, something I've always wanted to hear, being a, a draft pick since I was probably 11 or 12 years old, and to happen you know, 10 years later, it's pretty crazy. And um, obviously it doesn't feel that real yet even. So, Were you expecting Cincinnati to give you that call? Honestly, no, I wasn't. I had no idea, you know, Cincinnati was going to take me. But, um, yeah, I'm glad they did, and I'm excited, you know, to get going with them. Were you aware of any teams that were sniffing around or was it tough to kind of gauge because you guys had such a good team in Indiana this year and there were a lot of people, I mean, there were a lot of guys that were taken during this draft year? Yeah, we had uh, a record-breaking 10, 10 players go from our team this year. And honestly, we had, I had, um, I think it was the Red Sox showing the most interest uh, yes, last night. So I kind of had, you know, them in my in my head went into today and then just the Reds kind of snuck in there and and picked me up. Talk a little bit about the last time you and I chatted. You admitted to me that it was tough last year going through that and not getting that call. This year you get it done and you said that you needed to do a little bit of self-reflection. Do you feel as though it was a a little bit of mission accomplished after you got that phone call today? Yeah, absolutely. It just felt like all the work that I had put in and you know, that last summer and everything I did, um, you know, paid off. And um, I also realized that the job's not done yet. I still got a long way to go. And this is just, um, you know, another step towards being a big leader. So 
What did you learn over the last year about yourself that has kind of brought you to this point now? Um, I just learned to be resilient. I would say it was the the main key. It's, you know, not everything's going to go your way all the time. And, you know, the world, the, uh, the sun's going to rise the next day. Um, you know, the world keeps turning. So you just got to, you know, get back on the horse uh, in a sense and just keep going and um, eventually it'll pay off. When you got that phone call, where were you? I actually didn't even get a call. I was, I was, um, I was leaving a restaurant with like six or eight of my teammates and um, just seeing my phone in my friend's car and I get a text from one of my teammates saying like congrats and stuff. And then I look at Twitter and it it says, uh, you know, 15th round Reds pick me. And then it was, it just all like rushed to me, like all these feelings of, you know, accomplishment and disbelief almost. And, you know, I had to pinch myself a little bit, and yeah, it was just—it was awesome to be around my my teammates um, at that time too. It was just a great feeling. I was going to ask about that. You said that ten of your teammates have been taken during this draft. I mean, it's got to be pretty special. I mean, you guys have had a, a really exceptional year, and uh, you had an exceptional season as well. I mean, to be able to celebrate that aspect of it after a, a tough grind of, of a Nationals run, I mean, that's got to be uh, pretty special despite the, the outcome of the season and, and the playoff run itself. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Gorski going second round. Um my roommate actually went in the sixth round, Tanner Gordon, and then it's Hall Frank, obviously. And I mean, it's just so awesome to see like the guys that you put in all this work with, and you see how hard they work, and it pays off for them too. So, yeah, just an incredible feeling, and just a a sense of pride in the in the program, especially too. So, where do you go from here? Have you been in touch with the Reds yet, or is that still to be determined at this point? Where what's the game plan? I guess over the next little while here. Um, yeah, just barely been in touch uh, with the scouting guy that was, you know, in, in like in the Indiana area. So it, it sounds like I'm going to be heading to Arizona pretty soon here for a, a mini camp, and then uh, after that we'll see where they they send me. Do you have any ideas yet on whether or not they want to focus on keeping you as a utility guy, or have you uh, kind of uh, been told whether it's going to be uh, a fielder or a pitcher? What what what's sort of the game plan from here? Uh, the game plan, as far as right now, is to continue being a two way, um, pitching and hitting. Probably get some outfield work, um, first base work, and I can see myself playing third base as well. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens, see see where they like me at once they, you know, see me up close and everything. So, yeah, we'll see. You mentioned as well that this is sort of uh, one step and you want to be able to uh, to keep rolling and not take any of it for granted. When you look at that side of it, is that a, a big message that you'd like to pass along to uh, a lot of those who didn't get their names called? I mean, there's a, there were quite a few kids even here in Alberta who were expecting to hear their name called, and it didn't happen. So what kind of message would you have for them? I would just say that, you know, um, I've been there. It's not a good feeling initially, but, I mean, I, I could look at it and say there's a really two ways to go about it. You can either, you know, like be hurt by it and sulk about it and you know just feel bad for yourself and feel sorry for yourself or you can you know use that as motivation and 
um, you know, go about your business with a little chip on your shoulder and something to prove and, uh, it'll pay off in the end. It's all about really leaving, being able to look back on what you did with no regrets and just following their advice, just being able to look back on the year and say, I did everything I could. And, um, yeah, you'll be able to live with that a lot easier, whether you get drafted or not. And, um, yeah, I think it'll just pay off in the end. Final question for you. What does it mean to you to have been selected in the Major League Baseball draft? It's just a dream come true. I mean, something for as long as I've played the game, you know, it's this is the goal, or at least one of the goals on the way to uh, to playing in the Major Leagues. Like, this is, you know, an essential to, to make it to the Major Leagues. Um, and I just feel accomplished to the sense that you know I've, I've reached one of my goals but i also understand that you know it's not done yet and um there's still a lot of work to be done still a lot of learning for me to do a lot of growing and um yeah i'm just really excited for the journey journey ahead and and looking forward to getting in a, in a red uniform i think a lot of us are really excited about it for you as well i know it's been a long time coming matt congratulations on being selected by the cincinnati reds all the best as you head towards the next step in your journey and looking forward to seeing where you go from here thanks so much for joining us on the podcast all right thank you very much i appreciate it thanks and congratulations again to both josh and matt on being drafted now again this is just part one of our look at the mlb draft and all of the alberta connections in the coming days we'll have part two featuring more of these conversations with those who had their names called so you'll want to subscribe wherever you're downloading the podcast on podbean apple podcasts and google play thanks again to all of you as well for downloading and supporting alberta dugout stories we'll see you again next time